Hey everybody, welcome to the 757 Teams High School Football Chat. I'm Jamie Frankenberry. And I'm Larry Obama. The show is presented by our sponsor, Lionsbridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. You can check them out at lionsbridgefinancial.com. So Larry, let's look back at last week. You were at the game Saturday, Oscar yeah. Smith 35, Indian River 14. That's number 98 in a row for the Tigers in the district. What did you think of the Tigers on Saturday? It, it shouldn't have been close. Uh, Oscar Smith jumped out 14-0, and it just kind of, just kind of, I think, got played it safe. Uh, there was a block punt that Indian River took in for a touchdown, and the next play they fumbled on the ensuing kickoff, and uh, Indian River was able to punch it in. It was 14-14. Then everybody's talking about, oh, my gosh, I smell upset. And, but as I told somebody else, I said, I don't think Indian River can hold this for a whole other half. And Deep Creek, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Deep Creek, uh, Oscar Smith's defense really stepped it up. I mean, just shut them down, scoreless in the second half. And they look good. Uh, and they seem to be getting their thing together both offensively as well as defensively. Defense has been their mainstay the whole season. But they look good, and they moved on. Uh, I spoke to um, Coach Scott Johnson. He said one of the things he thought that was good is that the team finally got to have some adversity. They haven't faced any pretty much all season. They had the adversity this game. He thinks it's going to help them in the long run. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was 35-14, to 14, but it was 14-all at mm -hmm. halftime. And you talked about that defense. Keyshawn Artis is playing great. You know, that defense really tightens up in the second half. I don't think they've allowed many points in the second half at all, all season. Not many at all. I think they've only given up 20 points altogether with Southeastern District opponents because, of course, one of those touchdowns was scored on special teams. So he said that's their main – he says the defense is what makes us. He says our offense is good, but our defense is what we put our hat on. Yeah, the Tigers will go for number 99 in a row this week against Western Branch. But first, let's uh, look elsewhere in the Class 6 Region A. There are some games that really, some surprises last week that really tightened up the race in the Class 6 Region A. You had Bayside. We haven't talked about the Marlins in a while no. since that season opener against Cox. They knock, knock off Salem. Tallwood knocks off Cox. Granby rallies from way behind against Churchland for a victory. So now we have Granby, Tallwood, Cox, Bayside, Western Branch, Kellum, all within only about a point and a half in the standings. But only two of those yeah. teams are going to make it into the 18 playoffs, Larry. What do you think of that race? I like Granby because I look at their schedule. Um, I can't remember who they're playing, but I remember we talked about it last week. Their schedule looks favorable. But when you look at Tallwood and Cox, they both have to go through Lanstown. Those are going to be tough games for them. Um, and Western Branch, they got, I mean, they got Oscar Smith this week, and they have been playing really well as of late. And then Kellum, who knows? I know they've played the, pretty much, I think, the toughest part of their schedule. Um, so, I mean, right now, I, I like Granby's chances. The, the other ones, I'm not sure. Yeah, Granby plays Thomas Dale this week okay. up in uh, the Richmond area, and then I believe they finish with Wilson. So right. they definitely have a favorable schedule. The presidents are, are, are winless. You know, that, that, that whole group, though, you know, they play tough schedule. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of them, Tallwood and Lansdowne play this week, so that's a big game. Lansdowne had a bye. So, you know, you saw uh, Tallwood. What do you think of the Lions and what their chances are? I was real impressed by them. I love the quarterback, Sabian Stone. I mean, just does a really good job throwing the ball, running the ball. And then the running back, Antoine Katie, he was real tough. I mean, he gave um, Ocean Lakes a lot, I mean, I'm sorry, not Ocean Lakes, but Cox, a lot of problems at night. They couldn't stop him. I mean, he was just running up the middle. Um, and that offense, with the, with the run in the pass, keeps defenses off. And their defense didn't look bad as well. I thought Tolwood played really well against Cox's offense. Um, trying to hold down Tavion Robinson is a very difficult task, but they did a pretty good job. Um, and I, I like Tolwood. Right now, they're, they're very excited right now. Uh, Coach Keppel, he thinks that the team is playing well right now. Now they got to finish, but again, they got to play a Lanstown team before they finish out the season. That's going to be tough. Yeah, Tallwood has 
always play good defense. Yeah. They play really tough-nosed offense. I mean, yeah. what did you see out of them in that big game on Friday offensively? Like I said, the, with the, the running back, Antoine Katie looked really tough. I mean, he just was running the ball up the middle. And then with Stone, the quarterback, he was able to just make things happen, you know, throwing the long ball every once in a while. They mixed it up with their play calling very well, which I thought helped, and kept Cox off balance. And they were able to come back for the victory. Yeah, now Bayside, uh, you know, they lost yeah. a couple of games there after that big opener against uh, Cox. Now they're 4-4. Four and four. Do you think the mm-hmm. Marlins have it in them to uh, make a run and get into the playoffs? I, I don't know. I'm not sure which team will show up each week with Bayside. Um, but we know the Marlins, they've always, you talk about playoffs, you always mention Bayside. Maybe that, you know, with that type of um, background that will help them. But, I mean, I just don't know which team is going to show up each week. Yeah, they've been up and down. I think they, they win a game, they lose a game, yeah. they win a game. I think they're 2-2 two and two in their last <laughs> four games. They've alternated wins and losses. So we'll see what happens with the uh, Marlins and the rest of Class 6 Region A. So we're going to take a break. After this, we're going to talk about the Abe Goldblatt All-Tidewater Player of the Year watch. We're going to talk about the players to look for right after this message. You embody dedication, sacrifice, and commitment. You are an elite athlete. You know the difference superior coaching makes. Lions Bridge Financial Advisors is here to be your financial coach. We'll help you pack for your athletic journey by gathering a complete picture of where you are and where you want to go and by working with other trusted professionals on your behalf. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So we're going to talk about the Abe Goldblatt All-Tidewater Player of the Year. Now, for those of you who don't know, Abe Goldblatt was a legendary sports writer at the Virginian Pilot, died in 1994. He coined the uh, nickname for Sweet Pea Whitaker back in the day when uh, Sweet Pea was a a star boxer in uh, Norfolk. So we name our All-Tidewater Football Player of the Year after Abe Goldblatt. So let's talk about really two candidates that we uh, are going to see head-to-head this week. One of them is Kings Fork running back Darren Butts. He leads Southampton Roads with 1,302 yards, has scored 20 touchdowns in eight eight games, which is crazy. And Deep Creek running back Damian Everett, he has 1,000 yards on the season and 11 TDs and has really helped Deep Creek you know, be revived right, right, right. Uh, out in Chesapeake. So, Larry, you talked to Darren Butts. You have a yeah. feature story on him this week. What do you know about Darren Butts? He, for all his life, he's been saying he's too short to do this, too short to do that. And he's proven right now he's not short at all. He's played 5'7", um, but the one thing about him is this past uh, offseason was they hit the weights hard. And uh, the one thing they like about that is he's been able to blo- uh, break a lot of tackles. Now, the arm tackles, you're not going to tackle them. But the main thing is the speed, un- or just ridiculous speed. Um, Kingsport coach Scotty Littles played with a great player by the name of Percy Harvin. He's not saying that Butts is a Percy Harvin, but he said the way he can run, you think you got an angle on him, and he's past you. And, and nobody's been able to stop him. I mean, the biggest game that I thought that was key was a game against Indian River. Sloppy night, he ran for almost 200 yards, four touchdowns against Indian River, which is probably one of the top defenses in the area. He's a kid that he wants a scholarship as well. He's got a lot of Division II offers, but he wants a Division I offer. And I think as he keeps playing, He's going to open some eyes. He's, a lot of schools are ready to pull the trigger, but haven't yet. He, he's just dangerous back. Yeah, he's closing in on 3,000 career yards at Kings Fork. The other running back we'll see head-to-head yeah. Kings Fork against Deep Creek, Damian Everett. We've seen Everett right. a couple times this season. He's another hard runner, another yeah. guy who's not a big guy but right. really runs hard. Yeah, he runs very hard. His thing is, I know, like, I want to say at least the last three games, hasn't been the runner he was the first three games. But I think now as we get ready for the postseason, he's going to turn it up a notch. And I think Deep Creek is going to allow him to get the ball more. Again, another guy with tremendous speed and a powerful back as well. Yeah, so, you know, we have not had an all-Tidewater player of the year in football as a running back since 2012. That was Brandon Moore 
at Lake chop. Taylor. Yeah, pork, pork chop. chop. That's right. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. So each week we're going to talk about a couple of players who are on our All Tie Water uh, watch, uh, and those two guys uh, came to mind since they're playing each other this week. So that game, Kings Fork at Deep Creek. The motorcycles, the Harley Davidsons will be out pregame <laughs> yeah, to yeah. check uh, to bring Deep Creek onto the field. Larry, what do you think about Kings Fork at Deep Creek? It's a game that I mean I, I can't wait to watch. I mean Deep Creek, we talk about their resurgence with how they've played. We talk about now and with Kings Fork. This game is huge when it comes to the ratings, the power ratings. I mean Deep Creek is number one now. Kings Fork is number four. Kings Fork knows if they can win out. Uh, granted, it's going to be against Deep Creek, and then they got to play Oscar Smith. But they went out and they get to play a home game. That's what they want. They want to play a home game in the playoffs. So it's a huge game. And, I, it, man, it's tough. There's so much alike. Great running backs, great defenses, big linemen. This is going to be the key. I think that it's going to come down to the quarterback. Whoever can do the best and eliminate the mistakes, that's the team that's going to win. Yeah, Deep Creek quarterback Tayshawn Jones apparently has been cleared to play this week. He's missed a couple of games, so right. we'll see if he plays. Michael Yor has replaced him. Uh, Justin German has played right. really well for Kings Fork at quarterback. So, um, you know, Deep Creek is number one in that uh, their region. As you said, mm -hmm. Kings Fork is fourth. They can really move up. You were at Kings Fork. What's mm -hmm. the mood like as they head into this big stretch where they have Deep Creek and then Oscar Smith? They're confident. They're very confident, but the thing about practice this week was we're not going to put too much on this game. They're, play, they're trying to enjoy it. Uh, well, that's one thing that uh, uh, Scotty was talking about when he was playing at Lansdowne. He, he said that Chris Beatty taught him it's good to play the big games, but don't make it such a big thing that you can't enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. And that's what Scotty Littles is trying to do now and taking that advice from Chris Beatty. And I think right now they got a nice mood. They're, I went to the practice the other day. The music was blast and they were having a good time but they also knew his business at hand as well yeah scotty littles knows a thing or two about playing in yes, big games yes, i think he, he played in three, three state championship yeah, games uh, on that team he was a linebacker fullback mm -hmm. uh, now he's the head coach at king's fork so also this week tallwood at yeah. lansdowne larry tallwood mm. had a big game last week they mm. knock off cox they got another big one this week they're going to lansdowne which is coming off a bye what do you expect mm. in this one I think one of the people we talk about in terms of all top water players, you know, Brent Stukes at Lanstown, the quarterback has done everything, both running the ball, throwing the ball, and just leading that offense. And I think Lanstown realizes, hey, we're close to being 10 and 0 for the season. They don't want to look too far ahead. And I think they're gonna I think they're gonna finish out. They know what's at stake. They want to keep that number one seed. I think they're gonna be ready to play. Yeah, also this week, Ocean Lakes at Princess yeah, Anne. Yeah. Ocean Lakes travels over to Virginia Beach Boulevard. The Cavaliers <laughs> have won four games in a row. I know there's some yeah. clamoring for the uh, the Cavaliers to get in the top ten, but those four games are against teams that have won 0-0, zero, zero, two, and four games. It gets tougher this week against Ocean Lakes. They win this week. I guarantee they'll be in the That's top right. ten next That's week. Right. So, and then, you know, again, you got Daryl Jones doing his thing over there, both catching the ball and running the ball. Um, they got a good team over it. The Cavaliers are, are going right now. Uh, Coach Jelani Fair has them motivated, confident that they can play with anybody. This is a huge task for them right now. All right, well, that does it for this week. We want to thank our sponsor, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors. Check them out at lionsbridgefinancial.com. Don't forget, you can get this as a podcast if you go to the iTunes store or Google Play. You can listen on the go. Who wouldn't want to do that? Join us Friday night for all the updates at 757teams.com and on Twitter. And until then, we'll see you next time.